You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, April 30th, 2021, during our 26th year, bringing you further Into Tomorrow. We thank you for tuning in here on radio, the original social media. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And, of course, we have the likes of Nosomi and Beth and Erasmo and H all with us to make sure that we can address your digital dilemmas and hopefully solve any problems or answer any questions you have about anything involving consumer tech. And we take your calls and your questions. We want to hear you 24-7. So many cool, fun, easy ways to participate. Pick one and join us. Let us hear you. And we've got the big annual cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway See, my vocal cord problem won't let me do the right emphasis on the various syllables like I would normally do to make that sound much more exciting. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that right now. But anyway, did I mention that big summer giveaway is coming up? So you want to get in and start participating because we start with the folks who participate generally starting in the month of May, right, through Labor Day. That doesn't mean you have to wait until then to call. You can call on now and then call again then because we also generally will kind of do away with our little, uh, you know, you can't win two times in a row, the kind of thing during the summer giveaway. as long as it's a period of time in between because otherwise you're double dipping and that's not fair to the others. But also don't wait till the end because a lot of the really cool prizes are already gone. So, yeah, get your calls in now. I mean, this is the last of, of April. You may be listening in early May already. And you want to call in and participate. So that's how that goes. Some tech news and commentary, and then back to some of those very calls. Never trust nature with your Internet access. A town in Canada lost Internet access due to the actions of a local beaver. What? (laughs) Apparently, the animal damaged an important cable, causing about 900 people to lose access. The incident occurred at the Tumblr Ridge in British Columbia. A spokesperson for Internet provider TELUS said that a beaver had chewed through a fiber cable at multiple points. In a statement, the spokesperson said they located a nearby dam, and it appeared the beavers dug underground alongside the creek to reach the cable, which is buried about three feet underground and protected by a four-and-a-half-inch thick conduit. They, they probably thought that the cable would help their dam. Maybe. The beavers first chewed through the conduit before then chewing through the cable in multiple locations. When the repair crews went to investigate, they found damage to more sections of the cable. Uh Uh-oh. Apparently, multiple beavers had dug underground alongside the creek in order to reach them. Workers found evidence that the beavers were using material from the cables to build their dams. Uh, See, I knew it. Now, clearly what they've got to do is put signs there that say, beavers, don't chew this cable. Yeah, because that'll work. I'm sure that'll work. But they might have to do it in French and English. Yeah. I'm not sure, depending on that part of, of the country. Well, it's in British Columbia. You know, yeah, they, I, yeah, it's English, yeah. so that shouldn't be a problem. But interesting, those little busy beavers chewing up the Internet. 
That's a damn shame. It, <laughs> I see what you did there. Last hour, I was reminding everybody who happens to be an Apple person that iPhone and iPad users have a new update, of course. Well, Facebook said that in an updated newsroom post that uh, the preemptive iOS 14 prompts in it, that it detailed in February, of course, are now rolling out. As Apple iOS 14.5 began distributing to iPhone users, Facebook's been worried uh, about the privacy change, which gives users more transparency and control over apps that want to track them for advertising. Oh, like Facebook does. And it could limit its ability to effectively target ads to iPhone users. Now, I've said I'd never get an iPhone. But boy, if I came close, it would be because of that. So I think Android better get on on the ball here and do similar things so Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and all the other anti-social media can't pitch us with more appropriate ads. It's bad enough to have ads to begin with, but stop you know, pitching me on something that you think I might be interested in. Hmm. So do you got to do those iOS updates? It might be less of a headache for you in the long run. Well, and speaking of Apple, if you're listening to us on our uh, Raleigh-Durham station, uh, I think it's a WPTF there in uh, Raleigh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to be your uh, neighbor soon. They're going to be your neighbor? Apple is expanding. Uh, they're spending in the U.S., and they announced this past Monday their plans to build the first East Coast campus in North Carolina. The iPhone maker is boosting U.S. spending to $430 billion over the next five years and is doubling its hiring plans by 20,000 jobs. It said it would spend $350 billion in January 2018, just after Congress approved a big tax overhaul that cut corporate taxes. Apple will invest a billion dollars in North Carolina and the campus in the Raleigh-Durham area's Research Triangle Park. Ah. It's expected to bring at least 3,000 new jobs to the state in machine learning, artificial intelligence, software engineering, and other fields. The workers apparently will have an average annual salary of about $185,000. Oh, my god! So I might be giving my notice and moving to North Carolina to work for Apple. I can understand that. <laughs> You'd be farther away from Cameron every but, other weekend. But I'll be but. in Raleigh-Durham. I'll be able to listen on our local affiliate there, WPTF. So, well, there you go. Yeah. So, you, <laughs> so you're covered. <laughs> wow. Hey, we want to hear from some of our WPTF listeners in Raleigh. So tell me what you think. Are you going to go to work for Apple? Are you going to uh, be excited about them coming in there? Or is it a, an issue that... You, you're not uh, overly concerned about or care, let us know. 800-899-INTO or any one of the number of other ways to participate. Oh, and it's about time. Several tech giants, including Google, Amazon, and Apple, are partnering on Project Connect Home over IP, known as CHIP. Aren't they clever? It's an open-ended software initiative that aims to streamline the integration of smart home products from different manufacturers. Devices that support CHIP are expected to begin rolling out later this year. So you might be able to talk about these IoT or Internet of Things smart home devices in your home as being chip devices. I mean, everything pretty much has a chip anyway, but these will be in specifically the connected home over IP chips. Oh. How would you like to grow your own food year-round, no matter where you live, and have an app to help guide you? We want to stay tuned because after the break, Dave will be chatting with Hank Adams, the CEO and founder of Rise Gardens, about their connected indoor home hydroponic gardening system. Oh, and they're very cool. We show them to you at intotomorrow.com. 
take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Our 26th year on the air, bringing you further into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us. Delighted to have you with us, as always. Even more delighted when you call in and participate on the broadcast. And by the way, you can do that anytime, 24-7, when you have a consumer tech question, comment, concern, maybe help for another listener. You don't have to wait till you hear us on your favorite radio station again next week, uh, or our stream, or our podcast, however you hear the show you got a question or comment or concern anytime, join us. The easiest way is still the old-fashioned way. Pick up the phone. I know it's rare that we do that anymore, but you can call us at 800-899-INTO. It's toll-free from anywhere in North America. 1-800-899-4686. Or the new way, and a lot of folks are responding that way, and it's fun. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. On any browser, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, whatever you have that has a browser, your Chromebook, anything, and click the little button off to the right. It's a little microphone that says, Ask Dave, and you can do that right like that. And so many other ways to participate, but we want to hear from you. It is predominantly radio, after all. So let us hear from you. We'd appreciate that. Our next guest brings us a connected indoor home hydroponic gardening system to grow a wide variety of all kinds of produce year-round. And I'm learning you don't even have to be a green thumb, and I'm certainly not, so it's good for all of us. The founder and CEO of Rise Gardens is Hank Adams. Hank, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, when we first talked about this, and one of my producers says, oh, I booked Hank Adams and Rise Gardens, and I went, okay, great. What's tech about that? You know, for 26 years, we cover consumer tech. And they said, oh, this is techie, because not only does it come with an app that tells you what to do and how to do it and all the help, I find you sold me. So, of course, I want to remind our radio and podcast listening audience to visit us at intotomorrow.com. You'll see Hank not only on camera, but also the Rise Gardens. Tell me first how Rise Gardens got started, and then let's get into some of the goodies. Yeah, sure. Happy to. Uh, Dave, I've been an entrepreneur for, oh, the better part of 25 years now, and I started in sports technology. I was uh, running the company that that produced the, invented the yellow lines in football and the pitch track baseball and all sorts of fun stuff. And, uh, you know, did several companies there in the sports space and loved it. 
but it was venture backed when we sold it back in 2016. I said, you know, I really want to do something in the food business because um, I'm passionate about food. It has a huge impact on our health. I wanted to do something to, um, you know, have an impact on the, the food system writ large. Uh, and so I thought, well, I'll, I'll combine tech and my love for food. And I've always been a gardener and see if I can't, uh, you know, do something to help improve a food system that frankly is, isn't working very well for us, to be honest. Um, and at first I was going to do big indoor commercial gardens. Uh, but then I, uh, experimented with it. The, the economics are still pretty tough in that business. Uh, and in the meantime, I was doing some home hydroponic systems to try and grow vegetables and, you know, see what those were like. And I realized I did not think what was out there was all that great for consumers. And so we shifted gears and we now produce home, you know, garden systems for people. And we have a big version, our family garden. We have a small version, that's, you know, for countertops and whatnot, which is what I have if you're watching uh, on the video. You know, yes, the right, right over your shoulder. And we'll get into yeah. that in a minute. And, and I know that there's a lot of folks, especially this past year, uh, another pandemic uh, concern, uh, my son among them, who have begun gardening in general a lot more. Certainly the popularity for indoor gardening has increased as well. Uh, have you seen that to be the case more so during this pandemic as we try to get back to whatever a new normal might be? Yeah, it's it's certainly true that I think people when they, you know, were told they had to shelter in, in place and stay home and, you know, they were staring down, you know, back in March, what what was going to be a long spring and summer. Uh, you know, people were looking for things to do, I think, indoors, looking for things to do with their family. And also, I think, kind of a flight to purpose, a flight to something that they felt would be um, you know, not just more screen time and more streaming of Netflix shows, right? <laughs> exactly. They wanted something that was going to be, you know, um, do some good for themselves, for their family, whatever. And so, yeah, we saw gardens, um, we saw a real explosion in interest in, in our gardens. And, you know, lo and behold, if you look at our Instagram feed or, you know, uh, see our website or anything, you, you see that people really like doing it with their kids. Uh, that's, you know, something that we found is is a real touch point for people. So, you know, that's been a fun part of it for us is to think that we're helping kids, you know, learn how where their food comes from and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I've had friends for many years that uh, that love to cook and they have little pots along their countertop and and they'll grab a piece of whatever, uh, you know, basil or something. <laughs> Not a big cook either, let alone a gardener. Uh, but the fact is, it's cool to watch them do that. And I say, gee, I hope you wash it off first. I say, well, the house is clean, but yeah, of course. Uh, but I'm thinking that's kind of along those lines. And if you can involve the kids if the family gets involved, and I'm noticing on your website, you've got the triple family garden and the double family, the single family garden. I think that's really cool because you're driving home that point about it really can be fun for the whole family. And you end you end up with a, a cool end result of edible goodies. Yeah, you, that's absolutely true. Um, the gardens are, you know, there's a lot of research that shows that kids who are involved in gardening and growing and, and planting, uh, nurturing, they themselves will end up, you know, be much more inclined to want to eat the vegetables. And uh, I can say just from my personal experience, my boys, I have three boys and they, you know, I've had them out there gardening with me for years 
and they all have really good diets. And I think I attribute a lot of that to the fact that they just got involved with it early and got, you know, um, engaged. In fact, we're trying to do stuff with schools as well because there's an awful lot of kids who grow up not knowing what good food is. And we want them to have that exposure young because it really does set habits for a lifetime. Well, and plus plants in the home, as I've discovered from my various doctors, I spent a month in the hospital with the Rona, uh, the pulmonologists especially are saying plants in the home really help you with, with oxygenation and, and filtering the air. My gosh, that's a good enough reason, let alone the fact that you could grow some of your own food. So it seems to be a, a win-win plus plus every time we, we look at it. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a program here in, I'm in the Chicagoland area and I've been involved with a, with a nonprofit and they have a program called, um, Good Food is Good Medicine. Oh, yeah. You know, run by a group of physicians and it's true. I mean, you know, unfortunately our medical system is really, you know, set up to, to react to our illnesses, maybe not prevent them so much. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is, as, as we all know intuitively and we're seeing in the, in the literature more and more these days, it's really about, you know, food has a huge impact on our health. And so, yeah, we're, that's that's really what we're trying to get at, which is, you know, these these systems, they're really productive. I mean, this is a small system, right? For us, this is a small system. Our other systems are, are quite a bit bigger. But even this one, it produces a lot of food. It's It can be hard to keep up with when it's going full blast. And, um, you know, it's nutrient-dense food because you're not losing any, you know, as soon as you harvest plants, they start losing nutrients immediately. Um, Sorry about the dogs. <laughs> the he, he, probably, he probably wants to garden as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, you know, when you um, when you grow it at home and cut it and eat it right away, you're losing no nutrients, whereas a, piece, uh, a head of lettuce will lose half its nutrients in the first 48 hours. So, wow. you know, that, that lettuce that you get in the grocery store, even if it's, you know, organic and, you know, expensive and in the clamshell, you've lost most of the nutrients, you know, before you ever get it to your refrigerator. So it's nutrients dense. It's chemical free, as your friends pointed out to you. Um, it's super fresh and healthy and tasty. So it, you know, it, it is a great way for for people who love food, you know, to have access to that year round. So I'm I'm wondering, Hank, what uh, what is in the item uh, in the rise garden behind you uh, as we're looking at it on camera? What are you growing uh, for upcoming meals? Yeah. So. Uh, I kind of like experimenting with things, and and this is more designed to be our herb garden because of because of the size, right? So yeah. we, you know, our bigger gardens. One of the unique things about rice gardens is our systems are modular, right? I came from a software background, actually. So oh, good. I think as a software guy, and I think of in in terms of platforms, and and so our systems are have lots of accessories you can swap in and out and change things. So one of the things that we allow you to do is. Um, you know, grow tomatoes and peppers and kale and all that sort of stuff. This is more of an herb garden size. Uh, and I have a, a little mini sunflower growing in here, which I'm, I've been so excited about. You know, everybody's been tracking the progress of this thing. So it's blooming and that's really exciting. I had red, red vein sorrel. Uh, I have a little bit of, uh, overripe arugula here. Actually, I probably should be eating that really healthy, um, rosemary plant here and a thyme plant as well. Uh, and some parsley growing in back. And I still have two slots that I could plant. Um, 
I just harvested some lettuce out of it actually well, two days ago. So, so, so um, you, so you have the parsley. Now you need the uh, the rosemary and thyme, and then you've got the Simon and Garfunkel song as well, <laughs> and it's all edible. But now, you, you know, one of the first things that I couldn't help but think of uh, as a former police officer when you mentioned hydroponics, and I can hear my audience screaming at me, where yeah. it's legal, can you grow anything? Yeah. <laughs> so I get that question a lot, uh, by the way. And I can already tell you're, you're over 40 because the under 40 crowd is a lot more direct with that question. By the way, they don't beat around the bush. Um, so this is not set up to grow cannabis, uh, nor is the big system, really. Um, those That's a plant that requires very specific environments. you got to have equal light and dark it's a it, it throws off a very strong aroma as you might mm-hmm. imagine so you got to filter the air it's, it's a lot of things that it does so um we do know that people have hacked our system to do that but it's really set up to grow food and vegetables Good. you know flowers herbs tinctures you know that kind of stuff that Good. Make. I'm, I'm glad to hear that not just the former cop in me but you know we're not promoting that especially where it's not uh, legal the point is that it is very different and and i don't know that you want to deal with the aroma in your home all yep. that much again i can hear other people saying why not yeah, that's that's up to them we're going to take a quick break and bring you further into tomorrow with hank adams the founder and ceo of rise gardens in the meantime be sure to come see the video at intotomorrow.com and visit them at risegardens.com back in a couple of minutes Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. We welcome you back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the founder and CEO of Rise Gardens, Hank Adams. What makes uh, Rise Gardens different from some of the others? I mean, obviously, you're not the first one uh, to do anything along these lines. You seem yeah. to be doing it better and certainly with a lot more variety and keeping the families involved and so forth. Uh, yeah. Is it the app as well? And what does the app do for us? Yeah, so it's a good question. There's a, there's a couple things I'd say that are different about our system. Um, one is that it is an IoT-based system, so... You know, that means it's got a Wi-Fi chip on it. It communicates with my phone. It it will update, you know, tell me when I need to add water. There's a bunch of sensors on the system. So it nice. tells me when I need to add water. It tells me when I need to add some nutrients. It tells me if a plant is ready to harvest. I'm sure, I'm sure it's telling me right now that that arugula is ready to harvest. You know, get it out of there. <laughs> um, so that's one unique thing. The other thing is, as I said, it's a platform. So 
Um, you know, all our systems are basically, you know, this is a little tray that, that sits in here. Um, but we have different styles of trays that will grow, you know, are designed for different um, plants. And, you know, we even have, you know, plant supports that, that slide in here, you know, to support a large plant like a tomato or a pepper. Um, and, you know, other systems really, if they sell you tomatoes, they don't sell you that stuff because they're really not set up. I, I started in the indoor you know, commercial grade gardening. So we took that system and, and shrunk it down for consumers. So, you know, we have three part nutrients, we manage your pH, we have all sorts of sensors on the system, stuff that other people don't do, but it leads, I mean, we just had uh, New York Magazine just did a review of, of all the gardens out there and they said, you know, by far the Rice Garden herbs tasted much better than the others, which conformed to our own testing uh, because we really manage things so that the plants get the right amount of nutrients and the right amount of light and the pH. So they're able to take up all the nutrients. It's really a very sophisticated system, but we can swap out accessories to to grow larger plants. We have a microgreens system coming out very soon. And so on one large garden, you could be growing tomatoes, peppers, kales, eggplant, Swiss chard, microgreens, herbs, you know, lettuces. And, and I was until very recently. I'd be in front of my big garden, but I'm moving here in about a week. And so oh. I shut that down. And so this is what I have. But this this one's great too. This one's been very popular. It's a lower price point because it's smaller. Um, it fits on countertops. It fits underneath a, a cabinet. Um, you know, people can grow herbs in it. You can do it year round. So it, it's popular too. But it's that flexibility that's different in the variety that you can grow in our mm-hmm. system. Plus, it, it, it grow. you know, it's a food-based system. It's really not a novelty. I think a lot of people kind of do these hydroponic systems as sort of novelties, but we view it as a, really a food production system. That's terrific. And let's talk about the price range. Uh, what do they yep. start at uh, for the, the personal garden on yep. up to, I'm seeing the triple family garden, and no yep. doubt you could have multiples of each as well, I'm sure. And, and we have customers who, who do have multiple. So we have some that have, you know, multiple three, three tier family gardens. So nice. they're producing a lot of food off of that, I can tell you. So this one start is uh, $280. Um, and you know, you get everything you need to grow with that. We'll send you, you know, a month's worth of plants and nutrients and everything else. So you've got everything you need to start. The, the family garden, it comes as a one level system, which is $550. And then it's $200 a level above that. So. 550, 750, or 950. We don't go above three levels. Okay. Um, but frankly, three is, is more than enough for a family to, to, you know, get a lot of their vegetable matter and herbs and stuff. So um, you, you include the seeds or plants or whatever, just everything it sounds like, as well as the ability uh, to have all the high tech side of it uh, to make a gardener out of anybody, even like me at some point. And we really do. I mean, there's a lot of technology in this. There's, there's three circuit boards on our systems you know we design the lights we design the control board there's a little ux interface that allows you to dim the lights or you know flashes at you where it shows you how much water you have i mean there's a lot of tech built into this mm-hmm. um and, you know in addition to the app and then of course all the seeds and consumables but yeah you, you just get you get a box of seeds and you just you know you pull those out and put them in a little um you know plastic container like this and then you pop it into that tray lid, you know, and then you add water and that's kind of it. We'll, we'll, ha- we'll tell you when you need to add nutrients or, you know, add a little pH management system, but that's all through the app. And you don't have to be a great gardener. Dave, you could, 
you could have a fabulous looking garden like this yourself. I, I trust me. Even I could do it. And and you can tell I'm assuming your son, he didn't have to uh, try to crawl behind you. It was fine. You know, you're, we're at your house. I get it. Yeah. Uh, tell him hello. I thought that was kind of funny. Those watching yeah. the video, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> you might have okay. to rewind it a couple <laughs> seconds. It's funny. Um, yeah. Can these also, Hank, be used outside or, or you don't recommend that, I'm guessing, and, unless they're maybe under cover because of the electronics involved? Or? Yeah, you have a electronics that I wouldn't encourage you to have outside. Um, I, you could have it out on the patio, I suppose. Um, what, what, it does bring up a good question though, which is, you know, I'm an, I'm a gardener, have been for years. This is not really meant to be a either or equation. We're not saying, oh, this is better because it's year round and it's perfect light and all that. Yeah. It's really meant to be both, right? I, I take, I start things in my garden this time of year because I really can't go outside till mid May with my plants. And, you know, they've got a month or two of growth on them, and then I'll put them in the, the garden outside. So it's, it's ah. meant to be complementary. It's a good starter kit for outdoor growing. Um, but in Chicago, you know, by July, it's too hot for my, <laughs> you know, my, my greens and, you know, my uh, whatever, uh, spinach, all those plants that are more sensitive, mm. they get too hot. So. You know, it, it kind of this complements the the growing outdoors. Sure, yeah, we can relate here in Miami to it being too hot almost year yeah. round, uh, yeah. but we also don't have that problem with uh, with winter, uh, so it's never really too cold. But I like the fact that as you nurture these things indoors, no reason why as it gets bigger you couldn't replant it outside in your vegetable garden or otherwise. So, are you able to do any fruit as well? Uh, one thing I have done in my front patio were strawberries. And man, did we get a bunch of them. And I thought, how cool is that? So I have to remember to go out and water it periodically. Uh, but the fact is, even something like that wasn't making me a gardener. I'm not going to admit that, but was easy enough to do and get something out of it. Uh, I know you mentioned vegetables, but I'm guessing you can do whatever you can grow in there or uh, can folks yeah. get their own seeds and plant them alongside things they've gotten from you? Yeah, that's a good question. We do sell blank seeds, so you can uh. put whatever plants you want in there. Um, you can do strawberry seeds, but so a lot of people have been using our system to do uh, bare root strawberries. So they're, they're strawberries that are sold, you know, that are have been um, put in hibernation, you know, in a, in a fridge uh. somewhere. You get them shipped to you, you pop in the system, they pop back to life. And they're, they're plants that are two, three years old sometimes, which is actually good for strawberries because oh, it, it takes wow. them you know, a couple of years before they really get into full pr productivity. And yeah. so by year two and three, they're, they're really producing. Uh, so we've had, we've had luck with strawberries. Um, like I said, you, you can get like, gosh, I, I encourage people to go check out our website and our Instagram feed. Those are everything there is what people really grew in our system, but eggplants and peppers and tomatoes and our tomatoes will will actually produce for four months you know wow. unlike outdoors yeah it just keeps going nice um, really really productive yeah boy you have our mouths watering and uh, and there's all sorts of incentives here and it, again it's also healthier as you mentioned too so it's a win-win we invite our audience to check out rise gardens Dot com, just like it sounds, R-I-S-E, gardens, plural, right, dot com. And, of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And you'll want to do that so you can come and see not only Hank and his garden over his shoulder, but all the other video we've added as well, showing the things that Hank is talking about. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. Very cool. I say you're 
close to making me a, an indoor gardener myself. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I we'll won't admit back it. in six months. Yeah, there you go. And we'll, we'll see what we've there. been able to grow. So we do thank you very much for joining us. Keep up the good work. Good luck with your upcoming move. And, uh, and keep us informed about the other cool things you're adding. I love the technology behind all of this as well. Uh, awesome. Great. Thank you so much, Dave. Really enjoyed being here. It's our pleasure. RiseGardens.com. Hank Adams is the founder and CEO of Rise Gardens. We'll get you there. Be sure to hit us up at IntoTomorrow.com. And if you've yet to see the video, you're listening on the radio or podcast or stream, you want to see this. It's really very, very cool. So IntoTomorrow.com for that. Meantime, we're back with more bringing you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. Don't go away. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily, and it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, to start your free trial. Oh, yes, indeed. On everything Into Tomorrow exists. And we thank you so much for participating when you call in and join us on the program. And we, of course, thank you for tuning Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Imagine that you could strap on a device that would make you stronger, or if you're paralyzed, would help you walk again. It's not science fiction. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Ever since Sigourney Weaver buckled into that robotic loader to do battle in the movie Aliens, people have been fascinated with the potential of exoskeletons. The idea is that a robotic device can augment or even replace the physical powers of a normal human. In recent years, this field has blossomed, making it possible for even paralyzed individuals to get out of their wheelchairs and walk independently again. These early devices have had limitations, such as a lack of balance that requires the wearer to use crutches to remain upright. A French company named Wandercraft has extended the capabilities of their exoskeletons with new features. An enhanced stabilization system, for example, helps the wearer remain upright without the need for crutches. And a gait adjustment feature lets the wearer walk more like the natural human walking motion. You can even adjust the amount of power assist so that it can help people who only have partial impairment of their leg muscles. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. Very cool. We certainly hope that continues to develop well. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by Dexcom, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Be sure to visit dexcom.com for more. That's dexcom.com. Dan in Kennett Square. Is it? That's how we say it? Kennett. Kennett. Kennett? Kennett, like Kenneth. Oh, but, almost like Kenneth. Uh, see, I thought I was doing it right. Dan in Kennett Square. How's that? There you go. All right. Pennsylvania. Anyway, I got that part right. Listens on WDEL. Hello, Dan. Welcome into tomorrow. I'm trying to find the best laptop or Chromebook for my father. He's 82 years old, and unfortunately, 
needs to use a computer even to book his uh, COVID vaccine. So he's finding that uh, many businesses are not responsive to telephone calls. So I would like to find him a relatively easy-to-use device, tablet, Chromebook, or laptop, uh, and easy for him to maintain. Any suggestions would be appreciated. Well, Dan, your dad's easiest options in terms of maintenance and security will be a tablet or a Chromebook. The Chromebook in particular seems very well suited to what you need. There are inexpensive models. They require no maintenance. They update themselves in the background. He'll never even notice. And they're made specifically to be very simple and fulfill only web tasks like booking his shots, for example. Now, there are better models, but if you think this computer's only use will be to handle tasks that just can't be accomplished without a computer, you might as well go with a cheaper model. Uh, For about $200, you can buy an 11-inch HP N3350 with 4 gig of RAM and a 32 gigabyte drive. For about the same price, you can get a larger 14-inch HP N4000 models. Now, an Asus 11.6-inch model will cost you about the same price, too, with the same 4 gig of RAM and 16 gig of storage. Now, that might not sound like much, but everything about that computer will live in the cloud. Yeah, very true. Now, if you want to look at tablets, you can probably steer clear from the higher-end models like iPads and Galaxy tabs and go for something cheap or certainly at least less expensive, like Amazon's Fire tablets. An 8-inch Fire HD will cost you about $100, for example. Now, we should warn you that a Chromebook is much more likely to be compatible with any website than a tablet is. A tablet will work with the overwhelming majority of sites, but a hastily put-together vaccine website might very well be the exception. Yeah. So, Dan, I hope that that helps you and helps others listening that are looking for a similar device for similar reasons. We typically like to recommend a Chromebook anyway. And to Dan's point earlier about a lot of businesses that aren't very receptive and they don't answer their phones or they don't deal with texts, we are not at all like that at Into Tomorrow. And in fact, you can text us a question or a comment or help for another listener. You just simply text to our regular 800 number. If you do, we ask that you give your first name, the city you're calling from, and how you listen to the broadcast, or the podcast, or the stream, or whatever the case, so that we can include that uh, on the air. But also, you can call that toll-free number, which is? 800-899-4686, which is 800-899-INTO. There you go. Or some other ways to participate. We make it as easy as possible. If you don't want to send a courier pigeon or a snail mail, snail mail, we haven't gotten a snail mail from a listener in years, But there are other ways to participate that require even less activity on your part. You just stop by our website at intotomorrow.com and look for that red Ask Dave button. As long as you're on a device with a microphone, you can record a question or a comment or anything and send it to us that way. There you go. That's all you need on any browser. So your phone, a tablet, a Chromebook, a computer, a laptop, desktop. What am I missing? Whatever. 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 (laughs) And participate that way. So we try to make it very easy. And, of course... Because it's working again now. Yay, team. It's only been forever. Our new and improved updated Into Tomorrow app. It's free in your favorite app store. Just search those two words, Into Tomorrow. And then what? There's a little message to studio button, which you can do the same as going to our website. You can record an audio message and send it to us through the app. There you go. It'll prompt you for your name and how you listen. You don't even have to worry. Intotomorrow.com for more.
Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 21 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. Call 800-213-5082. That's 800-213-5082. 26 years we've not done that. We're not going to start. And we, of course, don't spam anyone. That's why you get an email that says, confirm, click this link, and then you're in. So do check it out, because we've got a lot of interesting stuff like tech news. Imagine that. And some hmm thoughts. We'd like to make you smile. So throughout the tech newsletter, there's that. List of current prizes available for participating. There's also, of course, what's what and who's coming up on the show and things like Beth's tech tip. Yeah, this week, uh, all about using keyboard shortcuts. And? And it's time to walk away from CDMA and GSM, two technologies in their twilight years. So no matter how much you love your old phone, you need to move to 4G or 5G. We'll have more info in this week's Into Tomorrow tech newsletter. Check it out. Again, sign up at intotomorrow.com. Miro in Windsor, Ontario, listens to our free podcast. Hello there. Hi, I just bought an older vehicle that does not have Bluetooth. I was interested in getting an aftermarket 7-inch screen radio. I was just wondering what the big differences were between the uh, big names like Pioneer and Kenwood and some of the off-brands they find on Amazon. They seem to have more features because they're full Android radios as opposed to probably better music on the Kenwoods and Pioneers. Well, Miro, the main difference is that Pioneer and Kenwood have something to lose, so the quality is certainly more consistent. Generic radios can be terrible, and if needed, the manufacturer will just slap a new random label on them and keep pumping them out anyway. And Android car radios are all about the hardware, since the OS is largely taken care of. Now, we say largely because there might be some customization, but the basic functions should come from Android and should be at least somewhat consistent. Now, in your search, focus on hardware reviews. Did it last four months? Is the touchscreen hard to use? Is it responsive? Are the buttons working? Are all the speakers that were plugged into the unit still working? If those things look good, the risk is probably relatively low, and the price difference might be large. Yeah, so Miro, hopefully that'll help you out, because don't be afraid to 
try something new and do something different. I think you ask a very good question that a lot of people are curious about. Oh, and check with your local 12-volt dealers. Those are often mom-and-pop shops. Support your local businesses. And visit us at intotomorrow.com.